welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 235, recorded live on Saturday, December 17th, 2011. And here are your hosts, man who always needs to add an hour, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who always needs to subtract an hour, Andy Lowe. Hi. Time zones are a bitch. Yeah. We've done pretty well so far, though. Like, it hasn't gotten to the point where you're sitting there waiting for me for an hour or something. No, that's true. But still, it's... Man, time zones are... What? Just because it means I had to be up at, like, 8 o'clock to record today. For a 9.30 recording. (laughs) It's like 9.30 your time, 9.30 my time. Well, I mean, that was excusable, because we had said 9 o'clock Eastern. And I said, let's move it to 9.30. You're like, wait... Where? <laughs> Which 9.30? I don't know what's going on. What is wrong with me? Yes. Hi, Andy. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Every time I say good morning, Dave, I just picture in my head hell. Shush. I'm sorry. You probably get that a lot. Yes. Far too much. Note to self, any future children of mine not named after... Famous movie people. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, that's one thing Kate's been noticing is most of the time, <laughs> the bad people in movies have the same last name as her. Shaw. Yeah. Think about it. the the yeah. bad guys from The Tourist was named Shaw. The bad guys from National Treasure. One of the guys was named Shaw, who uh, dies by falling down a deep pit. So. So Shaw is the evil name. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess it's the go-to bad guy name. Like we need a bad guy, Shaw. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't. Granted, I also don't want to do what my parents did to me and give me a name that no one would guess. Yeah. Or is hard to find on keychains or <laughs> mugs. Wait, that's your complaint? Is that your name is hard to find on keychains and mugs? Yeah. Because you always, you know, you go to the airport, you go to the stores or something like that. It's like, go oh, get your personalized this with the names. And I look at it and I go, well, crap. Well, but they've got Andy's. Sometimes they do. Sometimes is, they don't. Is Some- Andy. No. It, do you know how common Andy is? <laughs> do you know how common Andrew is? Very. Certainly compared to Anthony. Or Anthony with an H. <sighs> Andy ranked 235th in the U.S. Where's Andrew? I'm looking. Rank 14th. <laughs> there you go. Well, but that's for given names. Remember, a lot of those Andrews are going to go by Andy. No, a lot of them are going to go by Andrew. Mm, was I very popular of, in the late 80s. I think most of the Andrews that I've known and talked to go by Andrew and not Andy. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> How are they wrong if their actual name is Andrew? And then Shush, they go- don't argue with it. Just accept it and move on. I'm sorry, but when I see injustice... When you see injustice, you must take a stance. Yes. That was happening at work, too, where uh, we have to update a database of all the temps, and uh, for some reason we updated the, the thing, and it reverted back to an older one, so we were getting yelled at, saying, hey, you guys didn't update your thing. We're like, we updated it. We updated our part of this database. And I'm like, I'm going to argue this thing with her. She's like, my boss is like, don't even bother. It's not worth the effort. I'm like, but it's the, it's the principle of the thing. She's like, just exu- accept the fact that we're wrong and move on. <laughs> but n- no. 
I can't do that. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. This actually could get us into one of the topics. Okay. Because one of our listeners also cannot stand for the uh, principle of the thing, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is not sci-fi. Uh-oh. I got a nice long email, actually, about this. this is- I, wait, I didn't get an email. I did. Did they send it to mail at RA Podcast, or did they send it directly to you? I think they sent it directly to me. Okay. Yeah, they sent it directly to me. Well, that's not fair. I can't prepare for that. Okay, so just click on the link, what is sci-fi, and look at the Oxford Dictionary's definition of science fiction and try and tell me that does not involve Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Imaginative future scientific or technological advances in all major social... Well... Well, what I would say to that is what I was saying, what I was trying to get through last time, which I'm not sure I got through clearly. It's the setting is science fiction. I'll grant you that. The story is not. The story is not based on the technology. It is not based on the advances. Will you grant me that? Part of the story is trying to hunt down the mythical widget. Or wicket. Wicket, Andy. Wicket. Wicket, not widget. Part of the story is the the heart of gold, and they're trying to pilot it, even though the ship just pilots... The infinite improbability device? Yeah. A lot of the humor is science-based. Mm. I mean, for goodness sakes, there was the point where they brought up the uh, infinite number of monkeys. How is that science fiction? Well, that's more math-based. Most people don't really think about the... Well, it's more of a... It's a probability-based. Yes, that's what I meant. So you're going to call it probability fiction? <laughs> I may or may not call it probability fiction. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Schrodinger's genre. <laughs> Schrodinger sci-fi. It may or may not be sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Ew. Damn it. Damn it. There's mold on this clementine and it was hiding right at the base. <sighs> I did that actually with the clementine I got uh, on, I think, a week and a half ago. So I knew they were starting to get a little... Um, Old. Yeah. yeah. But I, I thought I grabbed one that was fine and then I peeled it and it was like black on the inside. But at, I only found it on the bottom after I yeah. had peeled it all. And I'm just like, well, great. There goes like two minutes of my life that I'm not going to get back. It takes you two minutes to peel a clementine? This one took a while, which I thought also was a bad sign. Yeah. Damn it. Well, I'll just have to wait for the end of the show. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, I've got clementines here, but I don't think they're good. Well, how does that help me? I, I, I don't know. I'm do just stating do the, the clementines that you have in Kalamazoo help me? Because I'm pretty sure they don't. I'm just stating the fact that I have clementines here. Okay. Oh, by the way, it snowed last night. Yeah, I noticed that here, too. There's no snow for all of December, and then the one time we have to drive across the state for Christmas, then it decides to snow. Yeah, it's it's kind of worse than that, because there had been no snow for all of December, and then yesterday I commented to my parents, I thought you guys said it snowed a lot out here. <laughs> my fault. <laughs> You know what it is? You can blame your parents for taking it with them. Right. It followed them. Even though it came from a western direction. It went the other direction, Andy. (laughs) Clearly it followed them in reverse. Maybe you just wanted to meet them as like a homecoming gift. Hey, welcome back to Wisconsin. Here's some snow. Yep. It's just a dusting, though, or did you get heavier? Uh, it's It's not bad at all. It's more than a dusting. Like, there's actual honest accumulation, but it's not bad. I'm just amused because if it hadn't snowed today, I mean, it's running out of chances before the January thaw. 
There's no such thing as a January. That thought doesn't happen until like February. Are you kidding me? No, because of the temperature lag. More snow happens after the uh, winter solstice because it, it takes the time. To, I swear there's something Andy, about temperature lag. Every year in Michigan, I don't know about Wisconsin, but every year in Michigan in January, it gets up to like the 50s. There's usually a week to two weeks in January where it gets up to the 50s every year. Okay, uh, seasonal lag, yada, yada, 25 days in winter. So uh, winter solstice was December. Will be December 21st. Yeah, it was like December 20th, 21st. Um, Okay, so 20 days after that, 21st, 7, 14. Yeah, probably not going to get the coldest until the second week of January. Maybe the third week of January. But then you, Andy, I'm telling you. Sometime in the middle of January, it warms up a lot. And I'm still telling you, most of the worst snowstorms we've had have happened in late January, early February. Yes, yes, they do. (laughs) Right after the January thaw, when it's warm and there's water in the air. And then it snows again, and then it gets cold. Right. I I do not see the logic in your mind. Lived there for 27 years. So? So how do you not know this? (laughs) I'm saying it does not. I don't consider the end of winter until March. I didn't say it's the end of winter. Well, I know, but still, I I don't... It's it's a two-week warm period before it gets really fucking cold again. Not even two weeks. Like, it's a week long. I still... I'm not going to agree. I'm not going to agree with you on that one. Okay. I'm I'm sorry, but no. Okay. That's fine. I don't need you to agree. I I will get back to you, though, uh, by the end of January, and you can show me a historical weather chart when this warm week was. I'm not... Well, for this year, okay. Why, were you going to say there wasn't one last year? No, there was one last year. I was going to say I'm not going to go and dig it up, but then I realized you meant for this year. I'm not going to go grab a historical chart. I'm just going to wait for you to come out and be like, okay, it's 50 degrees. Not even 50, like high 40s. All right, here we go. December 2010. No, no, no. I wanted to January 2011. Man, I forgot how much historical data Weather Underground has. Yeah. Okay, January 2011, so last year. Oh. Yes. Wait, wait. uh, No, that's January 2010, but still it's a January. Uh, 20s, 30s, 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 34, 39. There was a day that it was, there was one day, January 2010, where it was 50 degrees. And the days around it where it was like 39? 36, 34, 39, 36, 27, 25, 24, 19. Okay, so we were at below freezing, and then it jumped up to 50 degrees? For one day. Yep, but it got progressively warmer up to that, and progressively colder after. So there was, what, a week where it was in the high 30s, mid 40s? Uh, one, two, three, four, five days. So the temperature jumped by 20 degrees for five days? Okay, okay, in December 2010, 28, 30, 30, 36, 46, 54, and then New Year's Day is 54, and then drops back down to 24. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Might actually have to say that you're right. <laughs> Hold on, I need some Mountain Dew to get that taste out of my mouth. Yeah, kind of bitter, isn't it? A little bit. So, it's the end of the year. Oh, shit, it is. I know. So the Google Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist? Zeitgeist. Yeah, Zeitgeist? I don't know. I don't know what the hell this is. It's German. 
like I know German. One of these days, Andy. One of these days. <laughs> You're going to teach me. How? <laughs> You're going to take over Poland? Yeah, that stopped you in your tracks, didn't it? No, it's, I have a friend here who's Polish, and oh. I make fun of him all the time for getting conquered. <laughs> Dave, you're a horrible person. Oh, it's like having a French friend and joking about their military. <laughs> no, if you have a French friend, you ask him if he can pick up some wine and maybe some champagne for you. Maybe some cheese. Well, but, but asking him to pick up champagne would be silly, because that's actually from France, and only from France. I know, so get some, like, actual champagne instead of all the sparkling wine right. that's over but here. Why, how is that a joke to ask him to pick up some champagne? It's not a joke. I say you don't joke with him. You use that to your advantage. Ah, I see. I don't, I don't know if so you, what you, you could ask your Polish friend for. Um, could you get me some sausage? I live in Wisconsin, Andy. <laughs> you probably have tons of cheese and sausage. And I, I have more cheese and sausage than I really ever could use. Oh. I doubt that. I have access to more cheese and sausage than I ever could use. <laughs> there you go. You come out. We'll we'll find some sort of cheese and and or sausage festival for you to come and visit me. Do you hear? There's a spam festival that should be going on around the same time as Hans's spam, 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 spam. I did not. Oh, I need to call him back. Crap. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I wonder what sort of cheese and, and or sausage festival there is. Yeah. Well, right now, there's probably not much because everybody's inside. All right. I'm not about to go Google cheese and or sausage. Well, that's not on the top 10 for Google's list. Okay. Yeah. So year. what are the – I'm terrified because I actually know what number one is, and I feel I, awful about it. I know. Number one worldwide is Rebecca Black. Now, keep in mind, these are not the top searches no. of 2011. No, no, these are the top ten fastest risings. So these were the ones that popped out of nowhere. Well, Steve Jobs didn't pop out of nowhere, but... Neither did Fukushima Battlefield 3 or the iPad no. or the iPhone. Although it's really funny that the, the wrong product made the list. <laughs> the iPhone 5? Which doesn't exist. <laughs> but man, everybody wanted the iPhone 5. Oh, Apple, you should have just called the iPhone 4S the iPhone 5 and been done with it. But it's not, you know, a, a new generation of model, Andy. I know, but they, they they shot themselves in the foot by not... Oh, absolutely. They've done many things to shoot themselves in the foot in the last couple weeks, months. Yeah. Rebecca Black, known for a single terrible, terrible song. Uh, Google Plus made the list. Which is... Not surprising for what it is. Yeah, Ryan Dunn, who I guess is from Jackass. I, didn't he pass away? Yeah. Okay. That's how he made the list. Gotcha. Who the hell is Casey Anthony? Uh, she was something about some criminal trial or killing her boyfriend or kid. Or uh, young mother Casey Anthony was charged with first degree murder for the remains of her two year old daughter Kaylee, were found in a wooded area near her home. Oh, that's I do not believe good. she found she was found not guilty, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, she was found not guilty." Ah, uh, Battlefield Three. <laughs> Kind of sucks for Activision that Call of Duty didn't make a list. Mm -hmm. Talk about free advertising. Uh, iPhone 5, Adelaide. Uh, let's see. UK recording artist. 22-year-old. Damn. What have you done with your life, Andy? Well, I did a podcast. Because this girl for the last, or rather, relative to you, five years ago made record-breaking albums. 
Side note, I'm loving Google's like setup. If you click one of the uh, people mm-hmm. and just start scrolling down for the data. Oh, yeah. I'm loving HTML5. Very nice, very nice graphs. <laughs> Jeez, this actually is really well designed. I know. God, HTML5 is amazing. Um, on, on a completely side note, I'm actually looking through Bing's list. Yeah. And it's just like, how come nobody actually just has the top 10 searches anymore? Because you would have to get all the data from all the search companies. Well, no, but just like, didn't at one year they have like the top 10 searches on Google? One of them was like Google or Facebook or Yahoo. Mm-hmm. I swear we talked about that years ago. Where I thought the most, basically, people were using Google search as a URL bar. Well, that's because in Firefox it was the URL bar, mm. was the Google search. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not liking how Bing has their setup. Yep. But I use Bing at work at this point because it's all Internet Explorer based anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I I did well we gotta finish this list. Um where were we? Adelaide, Fukushima, Steve Jobs, and then iPad two. Poor Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Poor Fukushima, Japan. That's finally actually down to a cold set. So they claim. Well, yeah, they claim it's, it's completely dead. So they claim. Well, but they say it's like dead, dead now. So now they don't have to actively pump water into the system to keep it cool. Yeah. So now they actually can start cleaning up rather than, you know. Oh, what was the name of the one lake? Lake Crap, Titicaca? Oh, no, not Lake Titicaca. Lake Titicaca. Lake Titicaca. Japan Lake. Lake Champlain? No, it was in Japan. Lake Placid? It was something... In Japan! I was already had Lake Placid going out of my mouth when you said in Japan. So I didn't want to stop with Lake Pla. Google search, you are no help. Because <laughs> I can't remember the name of this one. God, it's going to annoy me. What are you there trying was, to find out? There was a... Uh, there it is, the Minamata. There was a, a place called the Minamata Bay, and it was... Um, uh, there was a very large factory. In fact, there were several very large factories right on the bay, and they were basically dumping mercury into the bay. Oh, good times. Yeah, no, not really. Lots of people got very sick. They noticed it first when the cats started dying in mass numbers mm. because the cats would eat the fish, and the fish would be swimming in mercury. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, like, you know, ecological disaster after ecological disaster. And there's not, like, there's much room in Japan for, you know... Yeah, well, they're, they're kind of getting their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah. So what else do we got going on right now? Have you heard of a ferrofluid? Is it the fluid that can become magnetically charged? Yeah. Yeah, isn't it in, like, shock absorbers or something like that? I have no idea, but I recently discovered the YouTube videos about ferrofluid and some of the sculptures people are making with these things. It's so cool. It is so amazing. Someone actually made a YouTube video of how to make your own ferrofluid, and now I want to know where I can buy chemicals from. (laughs) You can buy chemicals from the internet. Yeah. I don't know about these chemicals. Some of these it looks like you might have to make using other chemicals. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I first, it's crazy what they can do. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> check it out if you haven't seen it. <laughs> that was an aside, but okay. Yes, it was. Okay, so what else we got? Um, s- Facebook might have to sue Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook owns Mark Zuckerberg. Or other way, but whatever. Well, not this Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
He's an, he was originally an Israeli born Rotom Guez. Okay. And he owned a company called Like Store, which the site states, are you. Uh, are you sad no one is visiting your Facebook page? We have a solution. Need a thousand likes? We'll get them for you. Need five thousand likes? We'll get them for you. Need ten thousand likes? We'll get them for you. Which, okay. Yeah, that's kind of against Facebook's. Um, what term. you can't sell the the your likes or what? Yeah, you can't sell branded fans. So it's against uh, Facebook's terms of service. So Facebook said, okay, um, you should take this down. Otherwise, we're going to sue you. So his response was to change his name to Mark Zuckerberg. Legally. So, yeah, legally. He is legally now Mark Zuckerberg. What What was he hoping to do with that? The fact that Facebook is most likely not going to try and sue Mark Zuckerberg. I, I don't see it stopping them. Why would it stop them? Because it's a, it creates a lot of press. I don't, I don't know. It's, this guy's running a basically a bad He's running store. a scam. Yeah, he's running a scam. It's like, okay, I need some sort of protection. I don't know. I will rename myself to the CEO of the company. Okay. I, don't, I just found it silly. Yeah, I find I, it I, stupid, but, you know, stupid, whatever. silly. Uh, whatever. The Galaxy Nexus has been released. With Android 4.0? Yes. Jeez. Is... Wasn't there supposed to be something where the Google and the carriers all would agree that everybody would get updates 18 months or something like that? Yeah, I think so. I remember hearing something about that. Whatever happened to that? You're wondering when you're going to get ice cream sandwich on your G2? Yeah. Well, well I, I don't really care about the, um, the when T-Mobile's going to do it because i got Cyanogen on there now. So Cyanogen has uh, – I mean the day Google released the source code, Cyanogen posted saying we're working on it. Well, that's good to hear. Um, you got probably about a month left, maybe not even that much. Oh, Dave, question. What's the name of that program that you can use it to set up basically um, if-then statements for your phone? Is it like Tasker or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. I think it's exactly that, Tasker. What, really, what statements are you setting up? Well, I want to st- set it up, though, when it um, – when it, I when I get home, because at work I leave my phone on silent, mm-hmm. so I want to set it up there so when it connects to the Wi-Fi network at work, that it will put my phone on silent. When I leave and disconnect from that Wi-Fi network, it will turn the phone's volume back on. But when I come back here, I want it to switch to not as loud as of a ring as if I'm in the car. Ah, yeah, Tasker should work for you. I just couldn't think of the name until I asked you about it, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Tasker. I, I knew it started with a T, but I couldn't remember past that. So speaking of Google phones, yeah. Um, so Google and that Near Field Communications and, and the, Google Wallet. Yep. Yeah. Um, Which Verizon doesn't have because Verizon has their own payment service that they didn't want to destroy by going to Google Wallet. Yeah, which is kind of funny because that's one of the major platforms that it was promised. Any, on. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Um, some guys started testing the security of Google Wallet, which would make sense because you know you're you know putting your credit card information on it. Yeah. Bank um, account information. Some of the user information is stored on the phone in unencrypted plain text format. Which information? Um, your name, transaction dates, email addresses, account balance, and the like. Your credit card number is still like encrypted, and the, the, the code on the back is still encrypted. But there's still data that's stored on there in plain text. 
Wait, so the, the credit card number is or is not encrypted? The credit card number is encrypted. So but your name, the dates, and the balance is not. Yeah, transaction dates, email addresses, your name, account balances, which most likely you could team up with the transaction dates. Yeah. So someone could see how you're spending your, or not really even how you're spending your money, but when you're spending your money. Yes. And that's about it. Which could be used to, you know, do some sort of social engineering attack. (laughs) Anyone who's going to go through that much trouble is going to go after an easier target. But still, why? If you're already going through the process of... It's stupid not to have it encrypted. I will grant you that. But it's also, don't be paranoid about that. Of all the things to be paranoid about, that's not one of them. Agree? Disagree? Um, I'm just saying, if you're going to use this instead of a credit card, granted, we all know the security flaws in credit cards. We talked about it on here, especially the the card and PIN program. Um, Before I'm going to use it, I want to know that it's locked down like Fort Knox. Because how easily do people lose their cell phones? How often do people forget to wipe their cell phones before they sell it on eBay? How often do you sell your phone on eBay? Oh, I mean, I have not actually. Well, then you don't need to worry about it. (laughs) But it's, I'm here for the greater good. Andy, evangelist of consumer protection. (laughs) There's no need to fear. Andy is here. It is I, Captain Vegetable. I mean, I'm sorry. Were you just quoting Veggie Tales? No. Captain okay. Vegetable is from Sesame Street. Oh. Oh, I got a kick out of that uh, Captain Picard. Wasn't Sesame that, Street. Wasn't that good? Uh, you saw the, the punchline coming from a mile away? Yeah, but you didn't see the second punchline coming. What was the second punchline? Looks like you have to be classically trained. Uh, oh. For a line like that. Of course, watching that video led me back to the Count Censored. That one I don't find as funny. I think it's friggin' hilarious. I might show that to one of my classes. We take a break every hour, and often when we come back from the breaks, we will show the students like a, a funny YouTube video. Wait, you're actually teaching now, finally? Yeah. Ah. I had an hour and a half lesson just yesterday. Gotcha. Welcome back. Here's a funny video. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, all right, welcome back from the break. So we have these funny videos that we like to show people. Can I give everyone a chance to settle back in? So yes, we show them. Let's see, we've got, what's some of the good ones that we like to show? There's a, a like montage, not montage, collage of people falling down on slides <laughs> or slipping. <laughs> Oh. We have a couple cat videos. The Foundations team, uh, they have... These are the guys who do a lot of the internal programming mm-hmm. and internal training on our own tools. They... Uh, speak, you know, this actually relates back to one of our topics, is that every Friday they do some version, some cover of Rebecca Black's Friday. Oh, God. So I've seen a thrash metal band covering Rebecca Black's Friday. Uh, there was an 8-bit Game Boy recreation of it. Oh, jeez. I, for some reason, like the videos that you could easily put yakety sacks to. I found one the other week. I don't remember what it was. There was actually one on my uh, Facebook profile <laughs> that I thought was just 
funny. Because it's like a, it's one of those uh, concrete like leveler sort of things. Except it got stuck, so instead of the bottom part spinning, the top part's spinning around, <laughs> and you have a bunch of construction workers trying to figure out what to do about it. Oh no! And I, the first time I I was just watching it, I just had to put yakety sacks on because it it's hilarious. But actually, the the guys who are filming it are just creating their own little like, okay, how many construction workers does it take to stop this thing? <laughs> Oh, somebody's going to get a big stick. <laughs> oh, there's the guy with the big stick. Oh, let's see if somebody... Why is he pouring water? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. So if you have two minutes at some point, just... Yeah, definitely. I'll have to check that out. Send me the link. Well, it's on my Facebook profile page. Yeah, but I don't go on Facebook. What? Not usually. I'm very rarely on Facebook. Very, very, very rarely on Facebook. I... I say, not sure how often I go on Facebook. However, when people go on Facebook, they typically go on to play games. Yes. Oftentimes those games will be created by Zynga. Yes. Which has now officially come out in the open. They've had their IPO. How did they do? Well, the IPO uh, opened at $11. It was briefly up 9% and then dropped. So it closed at $9.50. Huh. Yeah. So people who got in at the ground level lost money. Yes, 5% off the bat. Oh, thank God. I mean, I'm sorry to those people that they lost money because losing money kind of sucks. Yeah. But thank God that it didn't just skyrocket and lead us up to another, oh my God, everything's going to crash situation. Yeah, I was was like, ooh. This hopefully is a bad sign, but because if you think about it, their market valuation would have put them bigger than EA. Yeah, with this IPO, which is so not accurate. It's so wrong. Wrong. Yeah. It's bad. But luckily, I think people were. Somebody was even even before it opened, even before the opening bell. I think one of the guys, one of the major recommendations, was had it as a sell. Even before it went live, so I'm not exactly sure how that would work. No one has it. I don't know, but they already had it marked as a sell. Wow. Also, what's really funny is um, Zynga, because it's on the NASDAQ, so they don't have an actual opening bell. Zynga created their own opening bell for NASDAQ, had everybody come in just for the, the cameras, and then everybody left like two minutes later. It's like, okay, opening bell, and Yay. everybody left again. It's like, all right, everyone back to your computers. <laughs> we need more farms and forests, and what's anyone, Forestville? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you asking me? I, I don't know. So I think you may or may not know things? Not about that. I have some self-respect. Volume is 116.83 million. Yeah, but my shares were actually on the market. I don't know. That, that was the volume, so I don't right, know. That's the... how many trades there were. But one share could have been traded and probably almost certainly was traded multiple times. Probably. It's an IPO. I mean, you're going to get... Well, no, because if it's an IPO, people can't sell them. No, yeah. You have to buy. So let's see. 116 million. 116.83. Three zero times by $11 a share-ish. Crap, they got their billion dollars. Yeah. Damn it. <sighs> Damn you, Zynga. Okay, uh, so rather large news in national and international news. 
one of the United States top stealth drones mm-hmm. crash landed in Iran. Well, they don't think it was crash landed anymore. It may have actually not crash landed, but had been forced down. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is actually a brilliant idea when you think about it. They hacked it, in a sense. Yeah. So what they would do is um, they basically sent just a bunch of just white noise on the GPS frequencies aimed at the drone, which, first mm-hmm. off, they'd have to find the drone, which I'm not sure how they... It's not that stealthy, I'm guessing, if they could find it. No, it, it, it's pretty stealthy. But so you go, shoot, go ahead. Yep. You shoot basically a bunch of white noise. It's like the guy trying to talk, and then you get a, one of those megaphones on the alarm system. And just start shouting. Yeah, right next to the guy who's actually trying to talk. So yep. Okay. It blocks the actual GPS signal. And then what you do is you broadcast your own GPS signal. So you spoof the actual signal and tell it it's somewhere else. And so most likely... You, you could tell it that, hey, it's back in Afghanistan. You should land back at, you know, your home airport, which you're still flying in Iran at the time. But it thinks it's in Afghanistan. And that's why it basically looks like it's in pristine condition. Because it landed. Yeah. Yeah. There are a couple holes with this theory. Which is? Well, first off, as you said, they did have to find it. Yeah. Second off, just because it thinks it's back over the airbase doesn't mean it's going to land. I mean, if I were designing a, a robotic drone, I would not say if you are over your airfield, land. Well, you have to set it up in autopilot in case it loses the GPS signal, so there has to be some redundancy in... Now, if it loses the GPS signal, why would you want it to try and go back when it doesn't know where back is? Yeah, that's true. If you lose the GPS signal, you want it to explode. That actually would be the best thing. If you lose your signal, aim detonate. for the ground. No, detonate! Aim for the ground, nothing. If it aims for the ground, it could hit water. It could still survive. You don't want a piece of that thing to remain. True. Now, granted, as soon as they figure out that you've done that, then they've got an easy way to bring them down. Yeah. But at least they aren't going to recover them. (laughs) At least they're not going to be able to give them to the Chinese. It's kind of funny that Iran's going to give China the drone. They haven't officially said they're giving it to China yet. But the USSR gave China the whole freaking aircraft carrier. Yep. I think we're going to try and buy it back from Iran. I'm sure they are in negotiations for that. Probably. And if you are uh, willing to bring out Conspiracy Dave for a little bit, Iran didn't do this alone. No. They didn't have the technology to detect this plane, and I doubt they actually have the technology to bring it down the way they said. However, there is another country that does have that technology. Besides the U.S. China. China. Yep. This very well could have been a Chinese operation. But I still like the fact that it's all this super secret drone that said all this technology advances and basically... The theory, the ongoing theory, the accepted theory is that it was brought down through GPS hacking. Yeah. It's the same reason why I had to get a new cell phone yep. at my parents' house is because... Anytime somebody would use the microwave, we'd lose this, the cordless phones, yep. and we'd lose the Wi-Fi. I don't think that means you need a new phone. I think it means you need a new microwave. Yeah. But I, I didn't want to get my parents a new microwave. That was <laughs> more expensive than the, the phones that well, I got. Just, just think about it this way, Andy. If there's that much interference on the 802.11 band, how much radiation is actually getting out of that microwave? <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Yeah, you really might want to just buy your parents a new microwave. <laughs> so, um, Carrier IQ, that whole yeah. thing. Sprint has said that they are actually... Disabling. Yep. 
all carrier IQ on all Sprint devices, which I believe it was Gizmodo said is kind of like thanking for the person for stopping peeing on your leg. <laughs> but at least they've stopped peeing on your leg. That's an excellent analogy. Yeah, they've really grown in the last, like, two years. Who, Sprint or Gizmodo? Gizmodo as uh, a, a kind of reputable news source. I don't know. They were the ones who, what, got the TV be gone and took it to CES? Yeah, well, that was just juvenile. <laughs> but since then, <laughs> they were banned for that for a little bit, weren't they? Yeah, I think they still are banned from CES because of that. <laughs> Oops. But yeah, it's funny, but then you think about it. It's like, how many, how much money are people paying... Yep, yep. Why you shouldn't buy anyone a French press? Which I disagree with, but okay. Because they're talking about using it for its actual intended use of making coffee. There are so many better ways to do that, and there are so many other uses of French presses. Did you know you can use a French press as an uh, emulsifier? No. If you're making salad dressing, you can use it to mix the oil and vinegar, Mm. because it'll turn the oil into such tiny, tiny, tiny pieces, it'll actually mix with the vinegar. And he's like, I don't use one anyways, so la la la. No, I'm just thinking, it's like, okay, everybody's all crazy about the French press, and I have to do coffee this way that way and i'm like i've got the black and decker travel mug 15 ounces of coffee ready in eight minutes decker what yeah i got it off of amazon it's the black and decker and it's a coffee maker cool in a mug yeah because it's one of those that pours right into the coffee mug cool i get coffee when i go to work i know but some of us don't have free coffee Yum. At work. Free coffee, free tea, free lemonade, free milk, chocolate milk, apple juice, grapefruit juice, popcorn. Black & Decker DCM 18. On Monday, because it's a staff meeting, there's going to be free Pepsi and Mountain Dew. Oh, there's an 18S now. Oh, what's the difference? <laughs> One puts sugar in it for you. I don't think there is a difference. New model number, new pricing. Probably, but they're exactly... Well, exact, the new one's actually cheaper. 15-ounce mug, 15-ounce mug, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it seems like exactly the same thing. So, a car in need for speed... Yes. ...is selling for how much money? $100. What the fuck? <laughs> Let's put it this way. This Need for Speed World is a free-to-play game... But they they announced that it's the Koenigsegg, which is Swedish, CCX Elite Edition. It's not even an actual real car, but they're selling it for $100. But don't worry, currently, right now, it's on sale for 75 That's insane. It's ridiculous. $100. For a virtual car. Yes. Why? I... I... I, I don't know. <laughs> Why? I just, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I think this is DLC to the extreme. Yeah. You thought $5 for a horse was bad. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. Little did you know. <laughs> Little did you know that somebody's going to buy a car for 100 bucks. No, no, let's be accurate. Someone's selling a car for 100 bucks true really hoping no one's buying it <laughs> but most likely we are going to assume that somebody is going to yeah, buy it someone will buy it many people will buy it hundred dollars jeez oh pete oh somebody um i've got the actual numbers for child's play 
Remember how we were talking about the um, the charity? Yeah, and that it brought in a lot of money. Yeah, but I've yeah. actually got the prices. Okay. For what we talked about the gravity gun? Oh, yeah, for the the stuff that they sold. Yes. Well, well, hold on, I gotta open up the email. Um, do 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 do. The gravity gun sold for twenty one thousand dollars. Holy crap! The NES game cartridge, the one that there's only a handful of, sold for $11,500. And somebody got a guest role in the strip for $10,000. Jeez. So after the $351,000 raised by the gala auction, Child's Play just for this year, okay, mm. is at $1.95 million. So they've almost broken the $2 million. Didn't they break the $2 million mark last year, though? I, I don't know. But still, I just remember, like, the first couple of years, it was... Like a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I swear they broke the two million mark last year. I, they might have. More power to them if they did. But they're definitely going to do it this year. Yeah. Because the year's not over. Yeah. Are there any big events, though? Still? I mean, they've only got $50,000 to go. Only. See, what's I mean, currently on the calendar... Year. Today, oh yeah, it's Gameathon Five. There's a couple tournaments. There's there's a Secret yeah, Santa marathon. They'll break it. Zelda marathon. Oh god, I don't know if I could do a Zelda marathon. Well, it depends. So we get to do a speed run of the first one. I've never actually finished the first one. Neither have I, but I've seen a speed run. Yeah, but seeing a speed run and then actually trying to do it. Do a speed. Yeah, they're two very different things. Because I've seen the speed runs of Super Mario. Well, but that's a speed run that actually takes a lot of skill because that's that's timing it. Yeah, true. What's really great though is watching two guys race each other doing a speed run of Super Mario. Yeah, it's also really fun watching two guys race each other just to get to the first piece of the Triforce in Zelda for a trip to the Tokyo Game Show and five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. One word, Andy. One word, Zelda. Your response: <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> On the Sunday of PAX, at 5 o'clock. Well, I don't know what's going on. I wasn't paying attention. When you're not there, the, you forget that there's a world outside of PAX while you're at PAX. And when you're outside no, of PAX... No, I knew there was a world outside of PAX. I just figured that you were paying some attention to PAX. I'm, I'm not, sorry. I guess I was wrong. I can compartmentalize myself somewhat sometimes. So, so like, what's going on? I don't know. Okay. So what else we got? Um, oh, so remember the the song Avenue Q? The internet is for porn. Yeah, Cookie Monster. Yeah, not not Cookie Monster. Trekkie Monster. Yeah. Well, the entire lyrics for the internet is for porn have now been entered into the congressional record. Why? <laughs> Who said or sang? Please tell me they sang. The internet is for porn for Congress. Uh, um. I'm not sure, but Republican, or not Republican, Representative Jared Polis, who actually, you know, knows his stuff about the internet, because he's um, from Boulder, Colorado, and started up a website, something to do with Boulder, Boulder, Colorado. Colorado, okay, yeah. Um, He's in the SOPA hearing with the Department of Justice and all that. Right. (laughs) So um, he wanted to basically put a, um, not a refinement, a, whatever, amendment that would stop the Justice Department from using SOPA's powers to aid adult industry businesses. Okay, to aid them? Well, yeah, because he doesn't want... Because um, the SOPA will shut down websites because copyright infringement and stuff like that. So, hey, porn still has copyrights. Okay. So, 
we, he wanted to put a thing amendment in there saying that it should not cover porn as well which led to a nice video of Lamar Smith, a very conservative Republican, um, basically going on the defense on behalf of the uh, pornography industry. industry. Yeah. Wow. But um, so, yeah, he, uh, during his venture into this pornography part of SOPA, he was able to put the full lyrics of the internet is for porn into the congressional um, record. Yep. <laughs> And the creators of Avenue Q do a little dance. <laughs> guys, 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 guess what? Wow. Granted, the amendment um, got shot down 18 to 9. Yeah. Because most people, I guess, and the Department of Justice board that are discussing SOPA at the moment don't really know what they're talking about. No. But the department are you sure is this is the Department of Justice and not the like some subcommittee? Oh maybe it is the It's the House Judiciary Committee. That's what I was meant. Yeah. Sorry, my apologies. Not the Department of Justice. SOPA is gonna be run by the Department of Justice, but yeah. this is a House Judiciary Committee on whether or not to pass SOPA. Got right, it. Right. My apologies for that one. And for reference, SOPA is terrible, evil, and will destroy the internet, quote unquote. Uh, and you really probably should contact your congressman or congresswoman or senator or both and say, uh, no. Yeah. There are so many websites out there dedicated to getting you to say no. And in fact, there are websites that will make the phone call for you and connect you directly. Oh, I thought it was going to be having the robo call the congressman because that would be hilarious. The no, that's, have turned. that's what you should do for that other bill. <laughs> No, this it will uh, basically it's like how Google Voice dials, where it'll call you and then it'll call them, ah. and it'll walk you through talking points beforehand. <laughs> it's like you know you want to say this, this, and this. So speaking of copyrights and stuff, we might yeah. actually need SOPA because so Universal Movie Group Music Group, who is basically the music industry, quote unquote. Was going yes. after Mega Upload, trying to Which shut them down. Which is a file sharing website. Yes. So Mega Upload went the other way and basically got a bunch of celebrities. I'm not sure if all of them were legit or not, if this was just lip syncing and voice altering stuff. But some of them seemed legit to say, hey, I love Mega Upload. We use Mega Upload. La, 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 la. So then. Um, they take this video, they post it to YouTube. Yep. And um, UMG uh, basically shuts it down. But not only that, they shut down a news program that's posted to YouTube who just played like a two-second clip of the music video because they're a news program. You're allowed to. You don't have to worry about copyright laws when you're discussing news. Right. It still gets taken down, and people are like, whoa, wait. They're arguing against this because they have a legitimate argument. But according to... UMC, um, they have an agreement with YouTube, which gives UMG the right to block or remove user-posted videos through YouTube CMS based on a number of contractually specified criteria that has absolutely nothing to do with the DMCA. So they have the power to take down whatever they want to take down. Yes. Within a certain criteria. <laughs> which is a con contract between UMG and YouTube, but... Um, Right now, it's basically at the point where UMG can take down whatever they want. Huh. <laughs> so not only, you know, do we have to deal with copyright laws, but, you know, backdoor dealings between content providers and 
the music and movie industry that we have absolutely no control over. This does not seem to be beneficial for the consumer, Andy. No, no, it does not. What what can we do about this? I, Andy? I, 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 I don't know. Okay. There's <laughs> not much we can do unless we get, you know, millions of dollars. And if we had millions of dollars, I wouldn't care about things like this. We wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Oh, that's just not cool. No. No, it's not. All right, so All right. we do a smattering of the ones that we have left. Sure. New Twitter uh, record? Dude, yep. Uh, for simul not really simultaneous, but tweets per second, there's been a new peak record. Uh, the new record is... I just saw it in here. 11,349 tweets per second. 11,349 tweets per second. It's what happens when you get an entire country to agree to tweet at the same time. <laughs> Japan held what it calls a Balsi festival, which is to simply write Balsi in a key moment. Yep, and they just basically pre-organized it across the entire country. Brilliant little move. <laughs> 11,349 tweets. Per- Jeez. Yeah, it's a lot of tweets. Uh, there's a Calvin and Hobbes tribute video. So you remember Calvin and Hobbes? Yeah. Do you remember the, um, the snowmen that Calvin would make? Oh, God. I so want to do that. Someone did. Nice. All of them. Like, all of them. Oh, my God. There's a hardbound copy of Calvin and Hobbes? Oh, no. Don't do it, Don't. Oh. No, the uh, binding on them isn't super well made, so you have to kind of be delicate with them. Oh, yeah, don't, 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 don't. Uh, that's about it. What's this? People who never surf the web. Um, it turns out a quarter, yes, of the EU, so yes. of Europe, five hundred million yes. people have never used the internet. Good for them. That's probably better for them. <laughs> never at all used it ever. Probably better for them. Yeah, that's sad. Yes. Granted, we're talking places like um, Romania, Bulgaria, Greece, yet there are other parts of the European Union in which Luxembourg, Sweden, and Denmark have access rates of 90% or above. Granted, Luxembourg doesn't count because it's so tiny. You could have one internet cafe and cover the entire country. All right. Anything else? Not that I can think of. Random review. Yes. It was a book that I read. I got it during the um, scavenging of borders called Lego, a love story. Like Lego the toy? Yes. A love story. Yes. It was, basically the premise is the adult fans of Legos. Okay. And what is the world of the adult fan like? What is the world of the adult fan? It seems that most of it is uh, socially awkward. And mm-hmm. kind of boring. Okay. <laughs> the the book. I was excited about the book. It's, it's a book about the adult Lego. Fans of Lego. And, yeah. Yeah. And it talked about going to the Lego factory. I was reading the blurb on the back and going to Legoland and going to conventions and that sort of stuff. But the book was so boring. Kate actually started reading this one first and stopped halfway through. <laughs> She's, <laughs> She's like, like, I'm done. Yeah, I, I'm bored. This is. Yeah. I actually I, went and trudged through the book. Okay. And, and it oh, was boring. Yes. Okay. So... Especially when the fact that... Yeah, 
he didn't kind of take the journal, which is kind of interesting because this guy started out as being an actual newspaper journalist. So I was expecting, after I read that, to think, okay, he's going to have a journalistic attitude toward this. Not so much. He became just a fanboy. Like, oh my god, look at this, and oh my god, look at this. And, oh god, Lego. Yeah. That's too bad. So it's, it's that, and then he's talking about his getting trying to have a kid during the book. I'm like, this has nothing to do with Legos. That's I don't care about your inability to get your wife pregnant during the book. <laughs> it's honestly what I thought, because a couple of times during the book, he keeps on talking about trying to get his wife pregnant. He doesn't actually go into detail, but he's just talking about how they're trying to have a kid how is that relevant to the book? The- I don't know. Because <laughs> Legos make you infertile. Um, <laughs> All that plastic starts to leach into your fingers. Yeah. It is kind of interesting just to see what an adult convention is like, but a lot of the times it's like, okay, these adult conventions are just a little sad. Ooh. And that Lego has no idea what to do with adult fans of Lego. Yeah, well, would you? No. Okay. Especially since most of them just like playing with Legos and don't want to, you know, be... That's right. social. So, I expected a lot more and got... Nothing. Nothing. That's too bad. So, yeah. recommendation, probably not no. to pick up the book. No. Sorry, it was exciting, but no. I give it a 1x5 Lego block. <laughs> which it means it's a non-existent Lego block. There's no one by five. There's no one by five. It's the there's one interesting one by four? thing. Yeah, really. And there's, there's a one no by one six. By five. There's no one by five. There's Why a one by four. They make a a five. I don't know. Also, it turns out the Lego people are obsessed about colors, and it seems Lego changed the colors, and all the adult fans like hate them for it. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> this is not the right color brown that I wanted. This is not the Inside right color brown that I used baseball? to have. Oh. Okay. Not, yeah, just whatever. (laughs) So, random topic. Yes. I have a friend contemplating moving back in with his parents. This is not my friend. I don't know whose friend this is. But not your friend. No, not my friend or your friend. Yeah. It might be a friend of a friend because somebody sent it to us. So technically, we have a friend it, of a friend. It could be our friend, in fact. True, because that whole recursive circle could right. be a friend. But anyways, going on. Yes. This person is contemplating moving back in with his parents due to financial constraints. Do we have any advice? Set ground rules? <sighs> I mean, it's I, difficult, but you there are certainly times nowadays where you can't avoid that. I do have to say, I did move back into with my parents due to financial constraints back in college yeah, because um, I didn't understand exactly how much my parents actually should have been paying for room and board and all that because my stuff was paid for it. And so the financial aid money that I was supposed to be getting towards room and board, I never actually really got towards room oh, and no. board. That's yeah. not cool. Yeah, there was some confusion that nobody actually ever explained to me. Yeah. But um, I was living with my brother, paying rent and all that, and moved back with my parents, and I never would do that ever, ever, ever again. I went to go see a doctor because I thought I was getting an ulcer. And it was just stress? Yeah. Yeah, not surprised. I couldn't really eat anything in the morning because my stomach was always upset, and it was, ugh. So, yes, I understand that, yeah. But there are times where it it needs to happen. It needs to happen, but I would... So, granted that it's going to happen, what advice do you have? Ugh. 
I'd say you have to set limits. Yes. You have to get your parents in, especially if this is you moving back. They have to understand that it's not the same as when you used to live there. Oh, you still have to tell my parents that. (laughs) You're not 13 anymore. Your parents, you tell them. (laughs) I've tried. Oh, believe me, I've tried. Yeah, that, that you're not a teenager assuming you're not a teenager, um, that you, you are an adult, that you should be treated as such. Now, granted, if they're not charging you rent, the, mm. if they're not charging right. you rent, here's, I would say... Here's my advice. Ready? Okay. Get out as quickly as you can. <laughs> That's my advice. Yeah. I, Comments? Like I said, I, I would never... I would try with anything within my power. Living... With my parents is the yeah, but your parents are are not the rule. I know, but just so let's with me though. It it is the one step before living on the street. That's that's where it would be for living with my parents. Yeah, that if you had any choice, you, yes. you would not. But I would say, um, act like you're still paying rent because yeah, trying trying to get some sort of a savings account or. Yes. Put money Absolutely away. Put the money away as if either, you were paying rent. As either towards a savings account of some kind, or if you're trying to pay off like credit card debt, is that if that's what your financial issue is? As much as you can afford to put yeah. away, get your debt down and put away as much as you can, so that you can get out of there as quickly as you can. It's nice. It's safe. You know, there will though most of the time we'll have a spot for you. Yep. There are some and parents that I know that I just said, okay, that's it. You're done. You're out. Don't don't fall into the kind of my mommy will take care of me trap that exists. Yeah. It's, I'm thinking of just Matthew McConaughey in uh, Failure Failure to Launch, which is about Matthew McConaughey living at home with his parents, one of whom is Kathy Bates, which I don't know if I could stand living with Kathy Bates. Oh, I don't know. Have you seen Primary Colors? No. Oh. I haven't seen Meet the Robinsons yet, either. Crap. I meant to do that. Oh. What was the other movie that she was in that she played? Um, she she broke the author's, like, feet. The one Stephen King thing? I think so. Like, I'm your biggest fan? Yeah, and it's like a car accident, so he's in bed, and she wants him to stay there, so she, like, breaks his legs. Yeah, that's a Stephen King thing. Oh. I don't remember what it's called, but I know it's Stephen King. Oh, okay. I know that Good Eats made fun of it. <laughs> but, yeah, you don't get comfortable. It's a last-ditch effort. Get in there. Do what you need to do and to get, get out. out of there as fast and as I mean, possible. Your, your parents should support you. Yes. But they're, they're going to very quickly fall back to your helpless infant and need to be protected and sheltered and taken care of. Yes. Plus, if you're single... Taking girls back to, or, yeah, or if you're a girl, that, taking guys, taking these significant others back not to not a no. good situation. <laughs> no, that's just. Uh, at the same time, respect your parents. They yes. are providing you shelter. They are providing you food. They're giving you a place to live. So don't take advantage of it either. But get out as quickly as you yeah. can. It's a very delicate, delicate situation. There's many ways it could go bad, but hopefully it doesn't. Okay, and with that... I'm now going to drive in the snow. Have a fun time. Oh, come on, I-94 should be cleared off by now. Yeah, most of the sidewalk actually seems to be melted, so that's good. Okay, have a good day. See ya. Have a good week, everyone. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. 
If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.